All right, so. What? We're online. We're live. Okay. Hello, Merva. So. I don't know how you got me to do this, but. Yeah. All right. We got you to I'll do this. I'll just sit here and, and be prim and proper. <laughs> and I'm not a midget, by the way. <laughs> just to make that yeah. clear. So let's maybe begin with that. If people are looking at this, I am twice the size of Leslie. But not I am sitting closer to the camera. There's more light on me. So I look like a midget, which I'm not. So we can both I'm play. Good, I'm a good five foot nine. Five foot nine? Yeah. No. <laughs> five foot five. <laughs> five dreams. foot flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six foot three or six foot four and you are? Five six. No way. Yeah. And I'm 125 kilograms. And, and I am 51. No way. That's crazy. <laughs> so I invited. So I am half of your size, which is sort yeah. of right on the camera. Then maybe yeah. um, I invited Leslie because she is equally as passionate about barbecuing dogs as I am about as language. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, Leslie is a. I don't know how to say this. A German Shepherd enthusiast, or yes, a, an enthusiast would be right. I'm not a breeder. And I'm not a professional competitor in any in any way that will make the whole German Shepherd community in South Africa laugh out loud. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just keep it at enthusiast, which is a good word. Can we not say you're an expert? An expert in unofficial maybe, expert. Maybe in time, because I got my I got my first German Shepherd in '94. Um, so that's 25 years ago. Okay. So if you count in, in seniority, I suppose I am an expert. But um, How many German Shepherds in 25 I, years uh, have I've you had? Have I had? Um, well, counting the two that I have now, four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I keep them. Uh, I hold on to them. Um, and so then I grew up with German Shepherds. My grandparents had German Shepherds. My mother had a German Shepherd. So... Um, you know, it's it's from the time that I opened my eyes and realized that there were dogs around. Mm. German Shepherds were the ones that I was most familiar with. Um. And by the way, just let me tell you <laughs> something. <laughs> it is a German Shepherd. Can I give my language my language Please. lesson quickly? Go for because it. it's something that that <laughs> irritates me. Is when people write Shepherd. Like leopard, oh, yeah? shepherd, that's a horse. Shepherd uh, like a sheep. Shepherd. The, the shepherd like Jesus. Come, yeah, well, if you if you look at the German name, it's a Schafehunde. It's a sheep dog. Yeah. Um, so in English, it's it's from sheep and herder. So shepherd, like the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. Um, so it's not a shepherd. Um, and it, it's quite easy if you if you understand this. Um, German shepherds are the are the sort of gods in the dog community. Yeah. Um, and the Lord is the Lord for who, whomever it's the Lord. Yeah. Um, so we have a shepherd um, looking after sheep. Is that where it originated yeah. from? Yeah. They they um, in the beginning of the 20th century, sort of the end of the 19th century, um, Max von Stefanitz, um, I hope I pronounced that properly, he, he standardized the breed. He, he laid down the breed standard and he also started the first um, uh, Verein für Schafenhunde, German Shepherd 
what what would you call it organization yeah. in 1899 so the breed has a long history um and and the breed standard has remained constant Okay. Um, for for all that time. What does constant mean genetically or uh, genetically? Um, very important. Okay. Um, that that there's no mixing of of other breeds. Um, so if you look at, for example, um, the the shepherds now the uh, of the South Africa well, um, the South African German Shepherd Federation um, is a member of the World Union of of um, which is the Germ the WSV. Um, World Union of Schaffenhundeverein. My German is not so good, but organizations of German shepherds and and the and the standards are very strict. Um, and I only with with my with Alex yeah. um, is the first time that I went through this whole thing of um, I wanted to uh, show him and I wanted to get him breed certifi- certified and and so on. Um, and it's quite interesting his father um is a german dog and he all his papers and his blood his dna had to come to south africa so that they could check and when i um before when i registered when he was registered um and before i breed surveyed him his dna had to be tested so in other words um they test that the dna that that he is actually the dog that i say he is so he they they have the mother the mother's whole history, mm. um, all the, the the bloodlines there, as well as the father's ones, even though it's in Germany. Yeah. Um, and they then see that 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 he is the dog that I say he is. That his father is his father, and his mother mm. is his mother, and boom, back into the generations they go. <laughs> so I mean, typical German. They're very very strict about yeah. these things, and they love all the paperwork and okay. you know whatever else you yeah. bunch of crazy people who mm. own German shepherds um, <laughs> crazy people yeah but you know the what pure, the pure bloods um, a lot of people probably say but is it really necessary yes it is okay. um, because you you if you have a breed standard then surely you want to retain that we yeah. you don't want to start inbreeding um, and that is why it's very important that if you do want a a dog that you can call a German Shepherd that you uh, that you get it from a from a re- registered breeder. Would, and, you, would and your dog make more expensive babies than because it's documented genetically? Yes, um, if you if and and also say f- say if somebody comes along with a pretty German Shepherd uh, or a dog that looks like a German Shepherd but isn't registered and then asks, um, can we have um, their mate? If I allow that, then I get kicked out of the federation. Um, they're very strict about If you that. let if Alex I, uh, allow make Alex love with another dog without the registration. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, and those dogs are then sold um, under his name. For okay. example, this is now Alex von Maxheim. Um, and this is his his um, pedigree. And these, these puppies are wonderful. And the federation finds out and says, but who gave you permission to do that? Yeah. Did you speak to your breed supervisor? Um, because every province has a breed supervisor. 
um, every club has a breed supervisor who and and then the federation has a national breed supervisor and before you mate yeah um, there's a whole lot of of things that you have to go through and one of them is that the DNA has to be tested so that they know that that the what they're working with that that there's no inbreeding um, their their hips had to have to be x-rayed um, preferably their elbows also have to be x-rayed um, they have to um, the males have to do a um, um, obedience test a BH test um, which is a, a lot of things to see that they're not that their temperament um, is not such that they are going to have a lot of aggression in the in the puppies um, for some reason the females don't have to do that I have no idea why not because flipping all those mothers are sometimes far more aggressive than the than the males um, and then they also have to do um, for uh, an endurance test um, is that the one where, that, where you, you cycle with for 20, 20 kilometers <laughs> yes we can tell another story <laughs> on another day about this one and um, the bicycle and then preferably your dog has to be breed breed surveyed so a breed survey is then all of this um, and then also they have to do bite work so that they show that they are that they that they have the required working ability um, but that the moment that they have finished with the bite work they're immediately under control again that it's not aggression oh, okay. that it is um, under control yeah you know so executing that's a a instruction instruction yes so given. in other words if the if the handler comes out of the hide then your dog goes for that handler but the moment you say loss which is what I say, loss Alexander. Yeah. Um, loss, then the, he must actually done, then sit down yeah. and then what they call bark and hold. In other words, watch while that handler is standing still. The moment the handler moves again, then they go again. So what's the, um, the advantage of... Of having a trained dog. Well, <laughs> well, not trained dog, but like being part of this whole registration process. So why would you want to do that? And who pays for all of these tests? tests and you do. And how much does all these tests cost and you know, x-rays and stuff? And basically, what's the advantage of having of all the certification? Well, for me, it was because I've had German Shepherds for such a long time. And Alex will probably be the last one that I have. I wanted to go through this whole procedure. Okay. Obviously, for breeders, they have to go through it. Mm. Um, the advantage of getting a registered German Shepherd is that there's no inbreeding. Um, breeding only they, they is done with with dogs that have sort of properly properly certified hips okay. and elbows dogs that have a good temperament um so having okay. them around your children around That's other right, people yeah. around other dogs yeah. and just generally yeah. having a positive dog and around us um and here i'm going to be contentious and um unfortunately the the temperament isn't it is a requirement on all the uh, i mean even at a show if your dog snaps at a judge mm. that dog is disqualified mm. um but unfortunately um you know it's not always as as strict 
as it should be. But why as why would you want to be part of this organization? Like, for example, if Alex had a baby and it wasn't done properly and you get kicked out of the organization, why is that an issue? It's it's only an issue if it's important to you that um, that the breed breed is maintained the way that it is or improved. So um, whenever there's a mating or whenever there's a litter, what should happen is that um, that litter should either be as good as the parents or better than in some way. So in other words, try and improve the color of the dog. Try and improve the temperament. If you have a good bitch that's, that's pretty snappy, then you would want to get a dog um, that is calmer so that the puppies probably genetically will have a better temperament than the bitch. Um, so, and you, you would also want to look at, at things like top line and hocks and shape of head and, um, you know, the, the the size of the dog. Alex is too big, for example. For he, what? He's, he is... He is bigger than the breed standard says. Um, he, the, the when he's at at his withers, he should be sixty five centimeters. He's almost sixty seven. So and is that two centimeters six, a lot? At, at sixty, yeah, at sixty eight, he gets he, he doesn't even qualify for shows anymore. Okay. Um. So because it's too big. Look, we're looking at a working dog, so one can understand that you don't want the dogs to be too big, because hypothetically they should be able to work. Um, and working means they should be able to be quite um, agile, agile, move around, and and so on. But what does work mean? Work, work for the <laughs> <laughs> work should mean that they should be able to to round up sheep okay. and and run with a with a flock of sheep. And so they were designed for that. That is what they were designed for. And yeah. And who had the brilliant idea? And where does the idea come from? Making them police dogs. They're not very good police dogs, by the way. But why do we grow up with with police dogs associating German um, shepherds? Because as they're dogs? highly intelligent dogs, so um, you can train them to do a variety of of things. Okay. Um, so activities. So, so um, they are very good at at tracking. Um, so you send them out; they track something. Um, so let's give a shout out quickly to Corbus because <coughs> Alex uh, tracks Corbus. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Corbus. Alex, Alex will track you down to Worcester where you're sitting with your baby. Yeah. So let's give um, a shout out to Jolene and Corbus for uh, their new one. Yes, let's do the name. Yes, um, Helen. Okay. Helen Maya. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so happy. Yeah. Anyway, so they do that tracking. Yeah. So 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 they 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 track they um. They they they're not very good guard dogs. Um, Why in, not? In, because in the they're, sense they're, of attacking, they're, they're much better. Pro- they're protection dogs. Yes. Okay. So they will protect you, but because there's they're not supposed to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, they will not protect your house. Okay. Um, they will protect their own area. Yes. All right. But but things that are inanimate, they will they will protect a herd of sheep. Okay. And my so if cat. they build a connection with something, they'll protect that. The, yeah, yeah. But they don't care about but, uh, the fence. No, no. If you come inside the fence, um, unless it's their area. If but it's you their can't area. take them here, and they're gonna come to my house for two weeks and then protect uh, my you, house. You see, uh, I, if you if you look at the difference, for example, between I think, um, and and here I speak under correction, um, uh, dogs like Rottweilers mm. and Dobermans. Um, they are better guard dogs 
because they will they will they will be aggressive they'll initiate contact yeah. rather than observing and analyzing yeah. possibly um I, I, I would think so I, you know i don't know the those breeds very well um but I your dogs uh, make contact uh, when the scooter comes past with a helmet on. Yes, but now, uh, do you understand? <laughs> Why? Is that do due to training? Or? Do you understand this, that if they can't see your face, I, I, and I think that's that's true of most dogs, that if you're wearing a balaclava or a full-on helmet, um, then they're going, they, they, then they don't trust you. Yeah. Who are you? What are you? And yeah. why are you coming along with on a scooter bike? So if I visit Leslie, which I did once, <coughs> and luckily I had the foresight of thinking, first time I got here, I was like, hold on, let me maybe take my helmet off <laughs> and push my scooter <laughs> 100 meters here. And luckily I did that. Yeah. And then when I went home, it's like, go down the hill 100 uh, meters uh, yeah. with no because helmet. Otherwise, and then <laughs> yes, otherwise. Um, but I like it. Like, mm. I like the dogs to be... Yeah, they, they, they look. As I was walking down to um, just now, uh, two two cyclists came down and they they didn't see the dogs, and um, the one said, "But now, aren't you scared walking on your own here? It's quite dangerous." And then the other one said, "Yeah, you should." And the moment he said, uh, the two dogs came around the corner, and he said, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yes, oh." Oh, is right, and then you know because they're not aggressive dogs. I I know that cyclists can come past. They they don't bark at them. They don't go for yeah. them or anything like that. But again, it's I've never had an aggressive dog. Yeah, these dogs can be. I think excitement can be misinterpreted as mm, aggression. Mm. Aggression. So when and I get here, uh, they just start running, like the one yes. wants to jump on top of you and stuff. Yeah. And I think when Anya started jogging on the farm, the dog basically wants to say hello. But hello. It's, yeah. the hello is quite enthusiastic. Mm. And it, how, how much did you say? 65 kilos well, for the dog? Who? N oh, oh, no, oh, no, sorry, no, or no, no, no. was that centimeters? Um, no, 65 centimeters. And the weight? The weight, um, usually between... Uh, bitches, probably twenty to thirty kilo yeah. kilograms. And Alexis? Alexis, uh, <laughs> you don't have to be honest. <laughs> forty-four. So if this big dog He's comes big around, dog. then uh, I think uh, people easily interpret that. And I think um, when we were kids, uh, there were a lot of shows at school where they brought one of these dogs. They dressed mm. the guy up, and then yeah, they used the arm. And then I think yeah. it was quite popular on television at that time. Mm. And then uh, I think a lot of people associate these with, with aggressive dogs, which they're not, yeah. and and they're not supposed to be because, as I said, in the breed standard, it says that their temperament must be they must be calm, mm. um, not excitable not snappy not aggressive um they are slightly aloof so they're not supposed to go to people and go and suck up to them like alex does um <laughs> <laughs> you know he he just but alex is alex is alex a standard german shepherd or yeah. he's quite a character or they're all characters um no he they they're all like that okay yeah they well most of them what's interesting for it's, me it also depends on the owners um let's be okay. let's be honest um yeah, i mean as with children yeah um you can get a child and mess the child up completely depending if you're a terrible parent um and if you get a good puppy you can mess that 
puppy up completely if you're a terrible owner. Yeah. So, you know, there are certain responsibilities that go with with owning a big dog and especially an intelligent dog like a German Shepherd. So zero to ten when regarding dogs, how intelligent are ten these of ones? course. Ten out of ten. Ten out of I ten. I thought they were around about three. I would think that is <laughs> round about the well, maybe a Maltese poodle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, Does I, a Maltese poodle get that eye? I don't. Where's Staffy roundabout in your opinion? You know, I. But there's different types of Staffies. Yeah, and and I'm not a uh, I'm not a fan of Staffies, so I don't really know their characters. Um, I, I would like say them again. I'd, 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 another dog that I like is a is a bull terrier. Mm. Um, uh, I, I adore them, and um, they're quite bright. They pretend that they're not. Yeah. Um, they pretend that they are uh, that they can't be br- can't be trained, can't be nothing. But that's just because they are like that. I, yeah. Um, and the sad bas- thing. Look, most dogs are intelligent. Let's be quite honest. Um, but there are dogs that have less, that need less interaction with their owners. Um, and then there are dogs that are, are very people focused and yeah. and that's what if if people get a German Shepherd they, they do need to understand that these are dogs that are focused on people. Mm. Um they that's why I say they're not good guard dogs, so you don't you they they don't do well if they are left outside. Um they need to be part of a family, um and then protect that family. So what's the point in getting a German Shepherd um that's highly trainable highly intelligent wants to protect you but you keep it outside all the time it doesn't have any interaction with you or your family um then you might as well get what any a of staffy. The, yeah <coughs> yeah because um i don't know like if you play computer games let's say you play a game where you have to choose a character mm. it will normally be broken let's say into speed agility strength oh okay you yeah know, so you've All got right, these yeah, like yeah. and it, it'd be cool if um <coughs> if you went to go buy dogs they had the like same thing so german shepherd this but one is eight nine and then there are uh, if there are sites on the internet where you can match yourself to your to a dog yeah. so in other words you 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 say what your lifestyle is yeah um, um, what if if you're a very active person? What kind of a dog do you would you like? Would you like a medium-sized dog, big dog? And then they give you certain breeds that that you should look at. And then with those breeds, they break it down like that. Yeah. In other words, um, in te- trainability. In what do these dogs demand of you as mm. an owner? Because it's unfair to expect a dog to to just sort of uh, change its its whole character, mm. um, the way it's bred. I mean, if you're talking about a village dog or Afrikaners, Afrikaners, they will be whatever you want them to be. Yeah. If you want them to be a clown, then they'll be a clown. Mm. Um, but these are dogs with sp- that have been bred um, for certain characteristics. Um, and and you can't go and, and buy a German Shepherd and think you're going to get an Airedale Terrier the same character they're completely different characters yeah um you know so so know what you you're getting and then look i'm not saying that everybody should be buying breed dogs um there are many 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 dogs that are seriously lovely dogs um some spca dogs i mean they're gorgeous dogs and and you know i i it's a little bit like uh tassenberg 
where uh, just hold on i'm gonna edit something quickly what I, did you edit no no i just uh it's the lip syncing i hear that there's something so it makes it easy for me it's almost like uh, spca dogs is like tassenberg by random accident <laughs> yes. the right mix the comes right, in that, and it's yeah. a fantastic yeah. dog yeah. where you know it's it's perfect mm. so i've seen some of these spa spc a dogs yeah. yeah and they're unbelievable and they're, uh, they're fabulous dogs even we went to go get cats the other day and it's just some of those dogs are lovely mm. like they're ugly mm. yeah. <laughs> but they're lovely yeah. but they yeah. grow on you where yeah. they become the most yes. beautiful thing in the and world and you know i have the greatest respect for people who um who rescue dogs mm. who go, will will never never pay money to buy a dog but say there are so many dogs who need homes why let me let me go and rescue a dog um and and i have the greatest respect for people like that and yeah. you know um unfortunately i i am a lover of the german shepherd breed so yeah. you know i i wouldn't want a little bracky in my house that and red wine that red wine but then again i have um i got over my 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 love for breed cats i got myself a, a abyssinian cat one time um and then i realized this is nonsense you know all cats are gorgeous yeah especially cats the couple cats. that you got yes cats are cats cats uh, and they the, make the great hum, the human beings haven't been able to to mess up cats the way that they've been able to mess up dogs that's true and they make great food for the Roy cat. They do, yes, I must say. Especially um. Leslie's cats. <laughs> we lose about two a year. Two a year. And it's, it actually it's a, is quite it's, sad. It's, it's that funny thing of... <laughs> okay, so I'm with Anya, my wife. Mm. Because of that, she loves these cats in a way that I'll never be able to love them. Almost like children. So if we lost the cats, it would be, she would be scarred for life. So in protecting the cats, I've put a fence up and our cats have never been on the grass outside. It's got, we play with it a lot or I play with it a lot and it keeps uh, each other entertained. Yeah. But I can see the one, it's, it's lacking something in its life. You know, mm. it just, it wants to be outside. It wants to go there. Wants to but go I, and hunt a bird or chase a mouse. But I know it's going to get eaten. Mm. It and if, if I was a bachelor, I would let it roam outside and then tough luck, yeah. basically. But there's an argument for both. Like, do you let it outside and live a free life and it, it won't live longer than a year? Or you do what we do and we keep it inside. We yeah. love it and they love yeah. us. But there's a small... I said to Anya last night, it looks like a lion in a cage. Like, mm. it's got this... It looks like an animal in a zoo sometimes. It's like, mm. just fucking let me free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, 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 um, you have to sort of make that decision. Mm. Um, I, I mean, when I lost my, my ginger cat at the beginning of the year, it, she, she, was, she was going to be 14 this year. Okay. So, you know, and, and she's a hunter, so she's been in the vineyard for, for many, many evenings, and she's just been lucky. But what I do try to do is, when it gets dark, is try and get the cats in, mm. so that they at least are inside, and then I can relax. But there's always one that will not yeah. come inside. What's the name of the other one that just 
we lost recently. Jesse James. That one was full of energy. So I yeah. think it's uh, yeah. it's more difficult with the younger cats. Mm. The the patterns yeah. haven't been set. Yeah. And it's just tricky. It's mm. tricky. Like and cats are full of shit. Yeah. You, know? you, you try and catch a cat that doesn't w- who doesn't want to be caught. Mm. Um, who doesn't want to be catch it. You know, <laughs> catch it if you can. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know. So yeah, yeah, they will sit right outside your reach and then go. Hmm. Not me. Not yeah. now. I know what you want. So no. So let's. Shall uh, we go back to dogs then? Let's go back to your dogs. Um, how much does a registered Quality German Shepherd cost? Um, Ballpark? Around about between 8 to 12,000 Rand. And a dodgy one? Off the books? Under under the counter? Yeah, yeah, well, well, you know, dodgy ones, yeah, they're not always dodgy, but you see when you, you, you can get problems. Um, Are some German shepherds more wolf-inclined with a little bit of a wild blood in them? No, I don't think so. There's this myth, um, you know, and I know that in South Africa they call them Wolfhunde. Yeah. But um, there is very little... Look, they're all part of the Canis family. I mean, what are they? uh, Wolf is Canis lupus, and they are what? Canis something else. Um, Canis, Canis domesticus, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, I you know that that. So there's no they, wolf in these I, in uh, these no, dogs. No, Mm-mm. but I'm sure someone's tried to put some wolf in there. I'm sure, but Likewise. but then there's th- then it's not a German Shepherd anymore. Okay. Then it's a mix, um, which is fine, and y- you know sometimes um, new blood brings a dog that people like. I'm not a great fan of these sort of designer dogs. Yeah. Um, the Labradoodles and the, <laughs> the golden doodles and the whatever flippity jippities they've met they've they've come up with. Um, you know, because those those to me are are they've been designed for people. Yeah. Yet again. Um, if you look at something so, like the bulldog, for example, the English bulldog, yeah. a, used to be a gorgeous dog. I mean, now they can barely breathe. Yeah. They have so many skin problems. Um, and you know, drooling. I, I, I can live with drooling, but you know, if your dog has to spend the whole, if if you have a a bulldog puppy in South Africa, if you can get one in, in you have that dog in Stellenbosch, that puppy has to spend, or that dog has to spend the whole of summer inside an air-conditioned room. Otherwise, they they get heart failure. Yeah. They, they, they literally die of the heat. They don't belong here. Um, and, and huskies? And huskies are great dogs. Siberian huskies and Malamutes, and that, those are great dogs. Those are also working dogs. Yeah. So, you know, and the working dogs... Unlike the, the the dogs that that have been bred for to please people, the working dogs have maintained their their standards. Um, so the husky is still very much like the husky that they used to use as sled dogs. But is it unethical to have them in South Africa? Not at due all. Due to the heat? Not at all. I don't think that they suffer that much. Okay. Um, I haven't. I mean. I, I, okay. Yet again, it's not a breed that I know well. My mother had one. Um, and he he suffered like in zero. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I'm sure that 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 
If you have a dog in the in the middle of summer and you go for a 20-kilometer hike, yeah, your dog will collapse mm. because that's what will happen to any big dog. Yeah, um, people are stupid. They they take their dogs on on hikes in the middle of the in the heat of summer and then stand aghast when the dog collapses. Yeah. Um, so so I did. The, so with uh, Oliver and Frida, they're a bit old now. When I used to go with them. And uh, I would always find a pool. Yeah. And you were the one that actually told me that um, dogs cool down from, from the bottom. The, yeah, from the stomach. So they lie in the pool. Do you know why or how that works? No, I don't. But basically, so they, for anyone... They, and they pant. Um, their yeah. panting also cools But that was quite interesting for me to see is oh. that I always thought, okay, my dog's warm. i got to throw some water on top on of top them. On top of it, no. And it hates it. I don't know mm. why, but it hates it. But then it goes and it lies down in the river yeah. and it chills mm. there and it cools down and then it's ready to go. But I think um, yeah, uh, the German pointers that I was walking with, I think they designed also differently than a lot of these dogs. They are a little bit like, let's go 20 kilometers any time of the day. Yeah, yeah. As long um, as you give me a little <coughs> bit of water every now and again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they will also collapse if you, tell, if you take them out on 40 degrees and, and yeah. hike them over the Stellenbosch Mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm saying like I've gone in about 30, yeah. 35 degrees yeah. and we go for an hour, hour mm. and a half and it loves it. Mm. But uh, I, I, I was quite surprised if we go back to the 20 kilometers cycle, cycle thing that I had to do. Um, that... that we were told before the time that you have to train your dog, um, yeah. you know, build up stamina like you would with an athlete. Yeah. Sort of um, you start off with two kilometers and then five kilometers and then so on. Um, and I never did that. There were many things that I didn't do. Um, and and when 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 we did it, I thought, OK, let's see if Alex would actually manage it because he's very big. Um, and according to um, the the person who was the judge at the d on the day said to me that it, it generally those big dogs don't make the 20 kilometers they collapse okay. they, they can't um, and he did very easily but I think it's because he runs around the farm all the time we go for a five kilometer walk every day yeah so there's no reason um, not to to expect them to have the stamina to do 20 kilometers over the mountain, like with Oliver and Frieda, the yeah. um, German short-haired pointers. But if you look at 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 Oliver and Frieda, um, I think I I I they are lighter, so it's yeah. easier for them. They, they're more maneuverable. I think they uh, half the size almost of Alex. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and I mean that would be Olive, and Olive is like. Twice as big as, as Frida would be. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what? South African people, specifically mm. Afrikaans people, uh -huh. I grew up with dogs sleeping outside. Uh -huh. And it was the most difficult thing in the winter where this dog would like knock on the sliding door and, and then you'll see these puppy eyes looking at you suffering. So, the, obviously, you disagree with keeping dogs outside. But I'm sure there's a lot of advantages if the dog sleeps inside. So just for people listening. All, all right. So so the advantage of and and it's a, a, a good question that Marva because um, you know who John Matham is here. He's a um, a radio presenter on Cape Talk, and um, he had 
in the week somebody from a security company who who did who spoke to um housebreakers people you know who convicted housebreakers oh, yeah. he a yeah. former convict for yeah, example yeah. or a current and, and, convict and then <laughs> you know because he wanted to see he wanted to know what is it that attracts people attracts these nefarious characters to certain houses um and and what would what would be good deterrence and the the conclusion was that it doesn't you can have an electric fence you can have cameras you can have armed security cctv uh, cctv everything if they want to get in they're going to get in yeah that's it um opportunistic uh, breaks in break-ins would the that is where they see a window open or that they've been watching the house and they sort of know your movements and the the one thing that that all of them said is that the deterrent where they keep away from the house is where the dog sleeps inside okay um because he, you know he says that all of them said it's easy to get over an electric fence it's easy to get under an electric fence um it's easy to poison dogs yeah that, you know so so um but if that dog is inside and and it is a big dog and they don't quite know where at which window that dog is going to be yeah then they're not going to come in um so the safest place for your dog because i i have a neighbor for you and i've said on many podcasts i really don't like my neighbor due to the dog barking a german shepherd mm. one of the most beautiful ones i've ever seen she's a lovely dog and uh, i really don't like the way they go about it but this dog sleeps outside recently due to many complaints the dog's now sleeping inside but you know we've spoken a lot of times the safest place they got the dog i think five percent was nostalgia because the guy grew up with a dog so he mm. wanted one but he's there 20 days of the month 95 percent was safety reasons yeah. but if the dog is in the little gate outside completely how removed from the yeah. house how will that how, how is the, your dog in any case supposed to be able to protect you if she's not with you so and i think what the reason why they initially didn't let the dog in was because the dog was full of energy mm. and crazy biting stuff. Mm. So my question, if you provide discipline, does mm. that happen a little bit less? If you walk with the dog and get it a bit tired, does that hop happen obviously, less? Yes. And then it's obviously just having the patience in the first mm. in year. In the first few months. Uh, um, I mean, Alex, when he was a puppy, he chewed everything. Okay. He, he chewed everything i mean he would see so your, sat at that, your at couch that your coffee table not really wood it was mostly but wood. would you would the deterrent but be to buy them shit to eat toys and stuff yeah that they can chew on and that would stop them from breaking Look, all what your do you shit do with inside? a baby i mean a, 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 these these freaking little people also get new teeth and then they want to chew on stuff yeah. Two, 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 two. But you, the the argument there is that you look at dogs as children, and the person I'm talking about, my neighbor, yeah. sees dogs like animals. It's a completely different entity. Yeah, so I think now there's it, a lot more uh, patience no, and I, effort with children. You don't have to. You don't have to look at a dog as a child. 
But you should look, I mean, you train your children, don't you? Or you would, if you had. Supposedly. People, t- you, 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 you tell your child, um, don't do that, stop doing that. And, you know, you, you show your child what you expect, the way that you expect them to behave. Yeah. Isn't that what you should do with well, your dog Well, not all too? parents, not all parents. All right, well then. So, yeah. so basically, because yeah. we now spoke about but nature but versus nurture. So we already spoke yeah. about nature. So what yeah. you can do to make sure from a nature point of view, you get the right dog. But now yeah. we're starting to talk, talk about, about nurture. nurture. In other words, what so should you do to make the dog? So once you get, it's like people get a Ferrari and they think they're a good driver. There's a lot more that yeah. needs to happen mm. from that point. So you got the best quality dog. But if you don't bring your side, the dog's terrible. So nutrition-wise, what should they be eating? How much attention should they have or interaction should they have with you? How much exercise? Where should they sleep? Um, You know, do they need to be groomed, washed? Shall we now just speak generally about dogs? Just generally. Yeah. We're not speaking Um, about this little gorgeous thing up in the mountain there, but uh, what's your opinion? Um. You know, if you if you get a dog that is that that, especially a big dog, mm. um, you you need to understand that that big dog can be a danger to to other people unless you just you you have that dog under control. The only way that dog will listen to you if is if it has a bond with you. So if you if you leave that dog outside, how is that dog supposed to have a bond with you? Yeah. So that means that your dog could potentially be a danger to other people. Just hold on one second. Clap. I figured out recently that there is some lip syncing errors, but it's due to, I think, this interface something. Okay, anyway. All right. Spending time with you. So so, um, you get a puppy and you put that puppy outside um, and it grows up to be a big bourbon. You know, um, and those all things right, get no, like s- don't start me on burbles. So our neighbors, you would say that that's probably 80 kilogram burble? <coughs> that is probably 80 or 90 kilograms, yeah. And that is a two terrifying dogs to look at, which yeah. I've done on a previous yeah. occasion. And yeah, it is absolutely terrifying. As a dog enthusiast and someone that I think I know how to mm. deal with dogs, those two things mm. just... It's almost like a lion. It's like you can have a tame lion yeah. and you can go into the cage there at Spear, but if that thing does decide to do He's anything, to then, then there's nothing uh, you can do. And no. it's the same with these two. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. if that thing decides to eat me right now, then that's yeah. that's going to happen. And and uh, th- let's not go go okay. down the Bourbon Road. Next um, podcast. <laughs> no, no. I we've, mean, Because uh, we've got uh, 10 minutes and you you've got to get back to work. You have no idea how, how, <laughs> how angry the Bourbon owners will get if I if I voice my opinion here. Um, Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, I don't think it's only my opinion. It is a South African dog. It has a very small gene pool. Okay. And there's a lot of inbreeding and a lot of problems um, in terms of temperament, in terms yeah. of unpredictability. Um, and You yeah, can't argue with statistics. So if you're going to look at yeah, statistics and yeah. uh, uh, incidents with children, people... Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, you it co- speaks you for co- itself. Um, they're beautiful dogs. 
Um, I love them. I I think they're really they're beautiful dogs. They um they look they they look like the a mastiff. Mm. So why they don't bring in um from uh, I mean in in Italy they have the Neapolitan mastiff which is virtually the same as the Bourbon. Bring in some of that blood and get some new genes in here. Yeah. Um, I th- five years ago. Um, I spoke to to a holistic vet, and she said that they the, they had a veterinary conference at which they spent a a whole day on 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 um, the burbul in South Africa because it is such becoming well it is a problem. Mm. Um, they're gorgeous dogs, but there's they're, they're like some people they're like kopak eight. Yeah, it's like in coop and then. As you said, what do you do against an 80 kilogram dog that suddenly decided to go woof? Yeah. Just bite you. And um, I'm a 125 kilogram yeah. guy and they and with yeah. all my tree cutting and yeah. stuff, I'm I'm very very strong. There's nothing you'll be able There's to do. There's absolutely no. nothing. No. And even with my panga that mm. I walk around with quite a lot, I yes. still don't feel like there's anything that no. I can do against that dog. No. And even with a gun, I feel like you need to shoot it like 17 times before yeah. it will drop. Like, like. A, like a, no, a rhinoceros <laughs> is charging you. It's like in, uh, there's nothing you can do. It's you know? like that. F- Just say that last prayer and, and goodbye It's like your, your favorite scene out of all movies is from like War Horse, where the horses run into the machine guns. It's like that. You know what? <laughs> you... Um, I have that movie and I, 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 I've read the book <laughs> and the book made me cry so much that I never watched the movie. It, is, it was uh, quite no, a... No, I don't watch that. I avoided that movie for 10 years. I, I saw the trailer and I'm like, Jesus, how can you get so excited about a horse going to war? And I watched it. I think mm. I got it from you and I watched it. And I was like, I really enjoyed this movie. I'm maybe ready now 12 months later to watch it again. Yeah. Not because the mm. horses are getting killed, but, yeah, but it, it, it is it a beautiful a, story. It's a beautiful book. Um, th- so that's where I that I encountered. But now we're off the topic so again, let's get as back per to usual. It. Um, so we getting you you get a puppy, uh, any kind of big dog, um, and and I don't speak for small dogs because they're a complete league on their own. You, as far as I'm concerned, they're you, you you can just leave them. I mean, <laughs> what they all they can't do anything other than bite your ankle so yeah but a big dog is can be potentially can be a danger so you need to train your dog um and At what age does that start uh, you know once once they have had all the all the um the, the injections the the vaccinations what injections should dogs get well they uh, okay maybe you should get monty on the yeah, maybe you should get Montague on this, on the, on especially all the injections, because there's another podcast for you where I say that this annual vaccination program that they have the dog uh, that they have our domestic animals on is completely, completely over the top wrong. Um, that is why so many animals get cancers and. Get, mm. But uh, again. You know, that's yes. a big topic for humans because I'm 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 flying to the states in a in a few weeks and my doctor friend that I had on is is exactly the same. He's like he doesn't believe in vaccinations mm-hmm. and he's like if if the vaccination works, why are so many people still getting the flu and still yeah. getting sick? And but mm-hmm. again, off mm-hmm. the topic. So yeah. at what age All do right. you start? At, at, so at about three, I, I would say three to four months would be a nice time to take your dog to puppy class. Um, so off you go to puppy class. And would class. you recommend all dogs should go to puppy class? Yes, definitely. Okay. Socialization, very important so that your dog um, 
can can yeah, that you can take your dog places and that it doesn't just go and attack other dogs just because it's so blooming scared of them that he he's never seen other dogs so yeah. the first thing that they do is okay i don't know what you are so let's just bite you because i see that with a lot of uh, uh let's say parents people who own dogs that they they get tired of walking their dog one Mm. Because the dog gets involved with other animals yeah. and it, they have to break it mm. up. Yeah. And two, the dog doesn't listen to them. Mm. So they get irritated. And mm. then they're like, well, if I go walk with it and I set it free, then it's just going to run away. Yeah. So I don't actually want to do this. But yeah. I'm like, you dumb fuck. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. that's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. So Take three months to three, six months. Three for mo- about uh, three months. You know, puppy class, the moment they've had their the vaccination, the, uh, I th- as far as I know, at 16 weeks is the last vaccinations. Okay. From then on. Um, but how long would you send them to puppy class? Puppy class, it, it's it's usually a two-month. Um, okay. You know. So that's about eight classes. D- uh, yeah, about Once two a months, week. Two months or three months they go to puppy class. It's mostly socialization and basic commands like cert. And, but I think the, the value in that is... Um, that they socialize with other puppies so that they're not they don't get this um, sort of fear aggression mm. um, be, which which many dogs have they they're not aggressive generally but they have a fear aggression so they will bite if they if they feel yeah. under threat um, which I probably would also do if I had the teeth that they had or th- that and, if s- I had and someone smelling your ass yeah <laughs> uh, uh, and then you know, once puppy class is finished, then th- take them to basic obedience anywhere. I mean, um, uh, most big places have basic obedience classes. Um, if because many people t- are not consistent when they train their when they train their dogs. I mean, you have to have either a German or Dutch blood to be consistent in your training. Otherwise, it's very laid back. Otherwise, it's like, a, um, oh, that's nice. The puppy is uh, the puppy looks so nice on the couch. Oh, shit. What's that great Dane doing on the couch? You know, mm-hmm. excuse me. You allowed it as a puppy. So be consistent from the start. Allow your dog certain things that you're going to allow that dog once it's a big dog. Yeah. Um, so consistency and training and not, not many people carry it through. So especially first-time owners, it's a good idea just to take them for basic obedience training. What is basic obedience? Very s- and basic how many ob- classes are that? That would be three months, I would think. I, I, Once a as week As far again. as I know, Jay, Jay did basic obedience, um, which is the um, uh, the sort of the the basic thing that the Kennel Union, and then she did the Kennel Union test. Okay. Um, and then from then on, you, you, you do a more advanced obedience. You can do other types of of um of of training with your dog you can have them do tracking you can have them do rescue i i actually wanted to do rescue with with alex but i waited too long i thought he had to be a year before we could go um and by that time they said to me excuse me but he should have come at six months so for those people who are actually thinking about search and rescue yeah um take your dog as soon as possible and that i think is so cool Mm. because it means that your dog especially if you have a working type dog they love it they I, i look at alex when we go to training on sundays he starts going and and i mean that's every member of the club all the dogs are like that 
um, they love training because it's disciplined. They have they work with their owner and they can prove that they can do something. Um, so so that's the joy of training your dog is that, yeah. you know, not only do you get that bond, but also you have your dog under complete control. And if you do mm. something like search and rescue, your dog is useful to the, to, to the community. Society. Yeah. Yeah. And how much does... How much do these classes cost, roughly, or courses? Oh, you know... Um, Let's say the puppy one, socialization. The, the, uh, Is that like 500, 2,000? No, 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 no. Look, it, it's, what would it be? 200 rand a month? 150 no rand a month? And then the discipline one? Um, the obedience? It yeah. depends on where you go. But you know, also uh, about around 200 about, rand. Uh, about, around about there. And then, like, um, with with us at the club because we belong to the German Shepherd Federation um, we pay club fees so that the club can have the grounds and how much yeah, is that that's a thousand rand a year so you can what? go yeah that's nothing th- just over a thousand rand like, a year like yeah. less than a hundred rand a month yeah, yeah. and uh, so the children they say intelligence the first four years of a child's life it basically determines their intelligence mm. and how they're going to be shaped forward and I think also their personality. So basically the first six to nine months, if you screw that up as a dog owner, as then your, dog owner, your yeah. dog's pretty... Like you're not going to suddenly no, at one know, or two you years know start what? treating Th- that it. Is where I, that is where I sort of think about Cesar Milan. You know who he is? Oh, yeah. The dog whisperer. Yeah. Is um, he really the dog whisperer? Yeah, he he's is. Really oh, man, he's a cute Mexican. <laughs> he's so but is he really that good? Yeah, yeah, he okay. is. Yeah, no, he it's is. It's legit. Yeah, it's legit. It's not a. It's not a scam. Okay. Um, I've watched too many of him, of his episodes. Is that one guy you could marry? That's the one guy that can walk <laughs> in here anytime. He's so bloody cute, man. Yeah. He's handsome. Um, yeah. But he says that that. All dogs can be rehabilitated. All dogs. And he has proven it. But professionals but can rehabilitate mm, yeah. it. Like as a general dog uh, owner, mm-hmm. you can't if, if change you your dog a, yeah. after 12 and, or And also, months. if you if you're getting a problem dog, and I mean, I, I absolutely believe that there are problem owners and not problem dogs. So that dog has been made into a problem by the owner. If that dog then comes to you, it would be best if you get somebody who who um, who can who, who knows exactly what they're doing. Um, for example, you know, and this is not a problem, dog. This is just um, with right. Uh, maybe I shouldn't give examples, but I can give the name Kate Van Duel. Um, she is uh, she is brilliant in sorting out dogs that that may potentially have problems. She assesses them. Um, there's just something about her that is very ho- dog whispery to me. Okay. Um, um, is she in Cape Town? She's she's in Selenwash. All right. Um, she used to um, work at Zimzala. She's on her. She she's now started her own business doing this um, dog Fixing training, dogs. dog training, problem dogs, and that. Um, for uh, um, Jane Lello, for yeah. example, <coughs> she her. She she wanted to bring in a dog that she had adopted, an an older girl, um, but she was worried about how should she go about it with her beautiful Joseph. Um, What's he? Joseph is the Rottweiler, um, and that he's, is he's such a, a weird dog. Like I, he's a cute one. 
So I've seen this, or like not seen. I've heard this dog from jogging, and I can hear there's some giant down there that is like checking me out from a kilometer. Uh. And then the one day this thing came around the corner when I was doing travel building, and then uh, it had someone walking it. So I'm like, dude, what's the dog's name? He's like Joseph. So I was like, Joseph, this is Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. And then this thing comes, and it's the cutest dog uh, in the world. A, yeah, it yeah. looks like it's gonna eat you up. Yeah. But it's the yeah. cutest little thing in the world. I, I, I have an idea that it's, look, it's very protective of Jane. That's what she said yeah. to me when I yeah. met her. She's like. Very. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't mess with Jane if Joseph is around. And no. I wouldn't give my dogs any chance in the world if Joseph thinks that they're going to bite Jane. Okay. It, it, that's it. That's the end of my dogs. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, because they're not fighting dogs. They're pathetic. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of noises. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> More bark than bite. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so to come back to, to um, so she wanted to bring in this, this um, um, it was a bouvier. And she was very nervous about it all. And then um, she got Kate to help her. Okay. Um, and, and Kate, she, uh, Jane afterwards said to me, it was, it was like magic. Okay. She, she, Kate had never met Joseph. She had met, never met any of the dogs. Um, she she just said, "Okay, you come here. You go, hey you." And it's like it's like with Caesar Milan, "Hey you." Yeah. And like, no, no, we don't we don't allow that. Jane says Joseph was like fascinated with this tall, tall Dutch woman who um, sort of just said, "Hmm, no, you don't do that. We don't ex we don't accept." Um, behavior like How that. How cool is that? And and it's really. What's her name? But Kate Van Duel. And can we? Maybe maybe you, you can, can send me the details yeah. and I can put it in the description box. So anyone that wants to contact yes. her, and maybe get a quote or yeah. hear what she does. Yeah. She she's you know I I very seldom will I won't recommend people if I don't know them personally. Yeah. Um, but from from her time at Zamzala where we what's just, Zamzala? Zamzala is down here the the dog hotel or oh, i don't know what okay. they call, the, call themselves um do they do training there too and, and and would you agree with those dog hotels look there's a place for it okay um and stellenbosch rather that than leaving your dog for three days and asking people to feed it yeah and not knowing what can happen okay. i mean your dog can be if 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 i leave my dogs here uh, they can be bitten by a snake something anything can happen yeah. while they are locked up um, and, and, and anyone that thinks uh, that's not true, what was the snake that you found here one day, that big thing? A mole slung. You sent me a picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what that was, was that? a mole snake. Your, your cats were making some noises or something, and yeah. then you found this huge... Yeah. And Olive and Frida continues to catch cobras. And yeah, they must leave. There them. are a lot of snakes yeah. here. Yeah, they, they are. They, yeah, so so you know, it, it. I would, I would, yes. Um, and so Zamzala is actually quite good. I mean, they they have, the, they look after the dogs extremely well. It's not, okay. it's not, it's not cheap. Yeah. Um, what does it go for a night? Thousand I, I, rand. I think, as far as I know, it's about four hundred rand. Okay, I heard like it's crazy, but yeah, if you yeah. go for a two-week yeah. holiday, yeah, it racks up. But um, mm. there are a lot of people doing dog sittings. Yeah. Uh, my mom's one of those. So yeah. she, you, I don't know how much it is, but it, it's the same price basically as a kennel. Mm. Mm. Uh, but she comes and she stays over. Yeah. 
Uh, and I she goes to work and then she yeah. comes, she basically moves to your house for mm. the duration of your mm. holiday. Which is great. And she follows the yeah. same pattern that you did with your dogs. Let's walk yeah. at this time, feed and them feed at this them time. At the, yeah. So I, th I think our time's running out, but just to, f to finish. Um, we haven't spoken about half the stuff. Yeah. That we will go. Well, you do. overloaded on work. So Leslie is a, le was a lecturer. Yes. At Stellenbosch University in English. No, um. Technology for language learning. So that's why she was so specific about pronunciation early yes, on. Yes, language, so shepherd, the so, Lord. So would you say with German shepherds, it's not quantity of time, but quality of time, or it's a balance between the two? They need to be stimulated a lot. They need to be... Yes. There the, needs to be a lot of different smells. When they go walk, you can't just yeah. go to the local park where there's no oh, smells. Yeah. You need to give them quality time, interaction, activities. Yes. You can and spend 10 train, hours... Uh, look, um, quality... Uh, you, can, you can walk your dog in the morning, um, go to work, come back home, play with your dog, um, do some training... You know, maybe the once once a week go to the club, do some training with your dog, um, and just reinforce that during the week. Be be involved with your dog. Have your dog be involved with you. Mm. Um, allow your dog be far, part of the family and not <laughs> a, like a stone outside. Your dog is not going. I mean, if if how should your dog in any case if if he or she doesn't know what is expected of them. They are unsure of how to behave. Yeah. So teach your dog how you would like them to behave. I'm just looking if this cat's gonna quality cats these that don't touch all the cables. Um, so I would say uh, people that want to hear more. Uh, no, they don't phone me and they don't email no, no, me. Just they, uh, they go to the federation. No, no, no. Just uh, if you want to have another podcast with Leslie, just drop a few comments at the bottom. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll definitely give you Kate von Dahl's, um um, we'll put uh, that in the yeah, description box. Yeah, I'll check box. with her, but I'm sure that she'll be fine. And with uh, any other useful, so Zanzara, if you want to go leave your dog somewhere, um, what's the federation? Is there a website German for that? Shepherd, the GSD Federation of South Africa, yeah. That, that's the, that is a spe the specific um, for, for German Shepherds. Look, there's and here in Stellenbosch, where you go? Um, for Every what? Sunday? Oh, oh no! What the Stel club? The club is in Cape Town. Okay. Um, that's the Cape Town German Shepherd Federation Club. And are people with German Shepherds generally nice people, or they're a bit weird? Nice. There are some of them Both. that are a bit weird. Yeah. It's I a it's a unique. You know I think it's a unique club because it's a it's. It's like having a Ferrari. It's quite a, a, yeah, a quiet taste. It's and it's a, a quite and exclusive. It is, uh, there's some, I'm not saying it's the Ferrari of all dogs, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a specific dog, mm. and I think there's a specific type of person attracted that to it. Takes but it. You know what, Marva, I've, I've I mentioned that to, um, to Corbus. I, in the last year, in the, well, even in the last six months, I have seen more German Shepherds in Stellenbosch than I have seen in the 10 years before that. Um, it's almost as if some, was there a movie about them somewhere? Or yeah. why all of a sudden are there so, so many of them? Um, but what, what 
I like is that the moment you sort of spot one, I immediately stop and I get out and I have a chat. Or if somebody, <laughs> if if I'm parked somewhere and it's a German Shepherd lover, they would wait, and I would see this this look. Yeah. It's like, and I'm waiting for you. I want to know where where you got your dog, where you go training. So it's it's a it it. it like with everybody, I think maybe with golden retrievers, it's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. With bassets. I think they're a lot easier to manage than um, German shepherds. But with German Let's just quickly, because we're finishing up for the last 20 oh. minutes. Let's just brag quickly. Peninsula Club, something federation. What's this little trophy What's of that? Alex? Oh, that's his, <laughs> that's, that is um, a V. Um, the, they get graded. V um, Peninsula. V is Forschuglicht. Okay. Excellent. So um, your dog's officially excellent. Officially excellent. That's probably also a V and another V. So and this is a good 2018 GSD Federation. So how do you get this V? You go to, uh, you take him to shows. And then he does everything you tell him. No, well, you know, that's just a, uh, it's it's more of a beauty contest. Another, another V? Yeah, he gets those Vs handed out to him like smarties. So let's see this little. That's probably also a V. Club excellent <coughs> dog federation, German Shepherd Dog Federation, Cape Town Club. So this is another excellent. Uh, so your dog's officially Axel. excellent. Officially excellent. Fourth class six Cape Town. What does this mean? Oh, that was when he was puppy. Yeah. Um, and he he got a place. <laughs> Look how proud Leslie is looking right now. <laughs> which is sort of no. This this amuses me tremendously. That's when they hadn't realized yet that he's going to be so big. So he they put him in the in the first five, <laughs> and then nowadays when they when they spot him over there, they already say, "Oh, go to the back, go to the back. You're too big for this. You're too big. You're too big." Poor boy. And those two little things or oh, few those things are for puppy class. Okay. Yeah. Oh no no wait! There's the one that is for um for the basic obedience that okay. I also did at Zamzala. Okay. Um, before I decided um maybe I should do sp specialize with proper proper German Shepherd training and not all breed training. Okay. So and yeah. And you know what is the most beautiful thing, Amerva, is when you have um a group of about fifteen German Shepherds all lying in a row, and the, on a down stay. And the owners are standing like in maybe half a soccer field away. Yeah. And those dogs just lie there watching their owners. They don't fight with each other. They don't get up. They just lie there. And we've had people stop because it's the, the Viking way. I don't know whether you know Viking way. It's in Epping. Um, people stop and get out to look at this because it's just such an impressive sight. Mm. I mean, yes, all breeds by all means have all breeds, go for it. But if you have 15 German Shepherds lying there, all obedient, and yeah. I mean, these are big dogs. Mm. They're not the puppies. And they're all lying there and it, it just makes you so proud. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> so yeah, yes. we're gonna finish there. Hopefully we'll do another one where we actually get to everything that we've got yeah, to do. Maybe. Um, and then, uh, yeah, go check out this other lady if we get permission. Mm. If you have problem dogs, uh, please leave comments and questions uh, maybe on the comment box of YouTube. And then maybe oh, Leslie, will, Leslie will maybe uh, answer some of those if you go onto YouTube over yes. a period of time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we can maybe discuss that on another podcast. 
I would love to get uh, Monty on maybe to that would be lovely to talk about because mm. uh, he's uh, <laughs> specific in horses. Horses. He's an but, equine specialist. But obviously, it he can talk about general animals yes. and everything. And then his dog. I mean. His favorite breed is also German Shepherds. Okay. Yes. So please leave some comments. I'm sure that, uh, uh, or not comments, but questions. I'm sure some people will um, listen to this. And uh, if they see it, anyone can comment and give an opinion on some of the questions. Mm. And I think it's, uh, it's very interesting. And don't interesting. attack me, Borbul people. I do like Borbuls. Yeah. Yeah. But I won't want to own one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it there thanks let's, a lot let's stop it there cool. yes